WIFA Waves is sponsored by WIFA Accelerator, an education hub to amplify your career. Shop the hub or explore our persona pathways to find all the ways that you can accelerate your career trajectory and make meaningful partnerships along the way. We want to help you crush your near and long-term goals. So collaborate with us over at womeninfitness.org backslash accelerate. I am Lindsay Rainwater, founder and CEO of the Women in Fitness Association. And I'm Morgan Hills Adetoye, director of all things WIFA. And this is WIFA Waves, the sound waves of your career. A podcast devoted to supporting the who, what, and how of your career trajectory. We got you. Let's ride these waves together. Yeah, let's do it. Accelerate, amplify your career. So... This particular vision came to me well over a year ago. I think with stuff like this, it lives inside of you for quite some time before it actually comes out. And the American Council on Exercise was kind enough to help us kind of dream up this idea, being that we had speakers on stage, rapid fire topics, and accelerate, meaning We want to supercharge the careers for women in the fitness industry. And so, you know, prior to COVID-19, we had this whole dream of getting everybody on stage and then also doing a podcast simultaneously. Well, when you don't get to have everybody on stage, you get to do the podcast anyway. And so we went through and did, we recorded all the podcasts for the women that we had planned to be on stage and everything from emotional intelligence how to succeed in your career, how to build out your why, how to create a pitch deck, how to produce a podcast. The goal of Accelerate is to highlight all the different potential careers that you could have really in or out of fitness. And so my belief is that we've captured, uh, you know, a 10 plus interviews of women that are absolutely crushing in these categories and want to share just a a little tidbit of their personal success stories and what, how they've accelerated their own careers, how they've amplified their own career growth because of the steps that they've taken in their career. And not only that, but the potential traumas or circumstances that have shaped their careers because you know, we don't get to just uh, silo out our careers and not have any personal involvement as well. It all, everything flows together. Everything impacts each other. So I hope you enjoy the Accelerate interviews. Um, Two Fit Crazies and a microphone. Brian and Christine have been kind enough to mentor us through the process of launching this and you'll hear them on the interviews themselves. And I feel really grateful that the team of people that we worked with to put these podcasts together, both the people being interviewed and also Brian and Christine, that even though we didn't get to have the event in person, we're still getting to launch the podcast as a result. So thank you guys.
Miss Natalie Lacombe is on the podcast today. Boy, is she a mover and shaker. She's got 25 years of international experience, degrees in psychology, exercise science, super passionate and inspirational as a coach and a speaker. Morgan, what do you have to say about Natalie? She's also a board member of the Fitness Industry Council of Canada and an advisory panel member of CanFit Pro. She has a unique and vibrant leadership style and makes profound lasting change on her team's clients and audiences. And today she's talking about collaboration for success. So excited. Well, she's the perfect person to talk about that. I mean, she collaborates internationally with so many movers and shakers. I cannot wait to hear what she has to say. Welcome, Natalie Lacombe. How are you today? I'm absolutely wonderful. How are you guys doing today? Awesome. Now fix my pronunciation. I actually don't need to. You did it perfectly. (gasps) Natalie. Just like with the tea. Christine, I tell you all the time, you're perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely perfect. She never says it back. Oh, geez. (laughs) So we are super excited to speak with you and bring you on to the show today. Because our listeners from around the world need to hear more from you. So this is a loaded question. Who are you and what are you up to? Um, I am a leadership and career coach for the fitness industry. I am passionate about helping regular people find more joy in movement. I'm passionate about helping fitness professionals find more joy in their careers and um, helping fitness managers find more joy out of leadership. So joy is the running theme of all of that. um, And so that we can all have really thriving careers related to movement and leadership. And now where are you coming to us from today? I am coming to you today from sunny, beautiful Montreal, Montreal, Quebec in Canada. So I I come from up north. Um, I moved back to Montreal about a year ago. I'd been in Toronto. Um, I was the vice president of CanFit Pro, which is um, the largest certifying and education body in the fitness industry up here, um, and moved back home about a year ago to be closer to family and uh, friends and launched the second half of my career. And and you have you know obviously a wealth of knowledge and and uh, and experience in the field, but you come to us today with something special. You have a, an area of expertise, and 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 what is it that uh, that you bring to us today? I my focus that I'd love to chat with you guys about today is um, how soft skills create strong bonds, and how that type of collaboration is really the best way for us to thrive in our careers in the fitness industry. Now tell us what are soft skills? Mm-hmm. Um, soft skills are uh, essentially, if you want to pull it up to uh, emotional intelligence, the way that we create um, and hone and build relationships, those are the soft skills. So if you think about the, the hard skills in opposition of our industry, it would be everything related to program design, movement patterns, choreography, music, everything else that we tend to spend a fair bit of time on. Um, the soft skills is everything related to 
relationships. And so how we work with one another, with our supervisors, with our employees, with our colleagues, with our participants, our members, everything related to um, the, the relationship part of what we do, everything that really makes us unique, um, that makes people compelled to spend more time with us and to want to build better bonds and relationships with us. I mean, we, we don't handle people. We work with people, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? We're not cattle. Um, so, <laughs> so, so tell us how is the way that, that, you know, tell us more. I, explain it to us even better, further, you know, in a business standpoint and, and how it works for everything. Of course. You know, I find one of the reasons I, I focus on this is I find that, um, a lot of us are feeling what I like to call a competition crisis. Um, I, a lot of the club owners and managers that I work with have a fair bit of anxiety when another club or business or studio or low cost, um, club, um, opens up really close to them. And, and that anxiety of like, I'm going to lose people. The personal trainers will feel the same way when somebody else that's their colleague will get a different certification that they feel might pull people towards them. Um, group fitness instructors will feel it when another person is launches an online or digital programming and they don't necessarily have that. And I find that pull of competition, um, brings us to a place of scarcity. And when we see the world through a place of scarcity, that's when we get the anxiety. That's when we're like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not good enough. And we tend to isolate ourselves from other people versus looking at the world through a place of abundance, which is there is, oh my God, plenty to go around. Remembering that, especially in our industry, only eight to 10% of people actually exercise in a structured environment. There's a lot of opportunities to go around. Um, And when we can be really... Um, self accept ourselves really, really well. We tend to become a magnet for the people that are the same and want to collaborate and want to support us in our future endeavors, in our career, whatever those ones will be. You know, I find it interesting. You hear a lot right now in leadership, in particular, the idea of you know working with like-minded people. Like-minded people is nice when you want to feel validated um, and when you feel like whatever your ideas are are really powerful and other people feel the same way. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's positive. I would invite us to work on our self-acceptance to become a magnet for people who are heart-centered. Maybe like-minded, but even more importantly, heart-centered those people that do want to collaborate and help us move forward. So we kind of stay away from that competition crisis um, and anxiety that goes along with that. So tell us now for the, for the fitness professional or just the, I mean, maybe you just are someone that's in the fitness industry. What are some pieces of advice that you could give? Maybe some specific things that go along with these soft skills, because it's one thing to say, you need to have better relationships. It's yes. another thing to say, here's, here's how. Correct. Um, and so th- the way that, that I explain these is I actually take my positivity really seriously. Um, it's something that I work on. People are like, oh, you're always so happy and everything else. And I'm like, yeah, I work on, I work on this. <clears throat> you know what? Um, I, I'll, I won't use a French word. I'll work on this. I work on this for reals. It's no joke. I work on it constantly. And so in order to have a positive mindset, there's a few things that we need to do. If we're talking practically, my first suggestion would be um, to not start the day on your phone. Because what you will see 
is on social is everybody else that you can see as competition and how they're being successful. And you start the day from a place of I'm not doing enough. You start the day from a place of anxiety and scarcity, like we talked about before. And so focus on what you need to do to set your goals and um, be in a place where you don't. Plus, when we wake up in the morning, we still have a bit of cortisol in us. And so that stuff hits us even harder. Um, and it's a horrible way to, to start the day. So in practicality, that would be it. In soft skills, there's a few things that are really, really key. One of them being, or the most important one being, um, communication. And the piece of that that I would say we all need to work on, especially in this industry, is listening and active listening. We are talkers, we are advice givers, we are sharers, we are cheerleaders, we are all of these things. We forget from time to time that active listening means actually listening to the person who's communicating with us um, so we can get their message as well as possible versus thinking about what we're going to respond. Um, and so active listening is a skill that I think everybody should really work on um, in order to become a better communicator and therefore a better listener. And that way we can find those ways to align with other people with whom we actually do want to collaborate. And and, and how about now in a business setting? Um, yes. you know, how about the soft skills? Where do, where do we apply them? How do we apply them? I actually, that's actually one I have, I have leaders do the, the listening one. I have people listen to somebody for 60 seconds and you could see on their faces, like we have to make them sit on their hands. It's really <laughs> hard for us to listen to people. Even my executive um, leadership coaching clients will do the same thing. Switching it over to the next piece um, of it, where we would go as it relates to the soft skills is definitely coming from that shifting towards mindful optimism. And so looking how we can accept ourselves as much as possible, focusing on self-acceptance, essentially discovering who we are, what our strengths are, um, what our challenges are, celebrating the imperfections. The more we are comfortable with ourselves, the more it's easier to attract other people towards us. So self-assessment and self-acceptance are the two biggest ones as it relates to soft skills and leaders that I would have us focus on. Um, because if we, you know how you can really tell that somebody's not comfortable in their own skin, it's really hard to work with people like that and collaborate with people like that. And if you are a leader and not comfortable in your own skin, it's really hard to create growth mindsets for your team if you are not somebody who's willing to accept the things that aren't perfect about yourself. It makes feedback tough. It makes performance reviews a living hell. And so it's really important to be able to work on yourself and come to that place of awareness and acceptance of yourself. I think Brian's laughing over here. I, I because... just want to like record you and like just bring you around. <laughs> just hit play. <laughs> it's so nice. You so nailed you... it though. Yeah, for sure. I'll give you a tip when it comes to feedback. This is a tip that um, is really easy because people ask for feedback and they're like, hey, can you give me some feedback? And you're like, no, you're great. And then we move on with our lives. My, my, my biggest tip when it comes to feedback, anybody that you would work with, and maybe that's what everybody can do is pick one colleague, pick a supervisor, pick a client, pick a participant, and you're going to say, can you please share with me as I'm working on improving, can you please share with me one thing I can do more of and one thing I can do less of? And that's it. Because then it helps people actually trigger ideas of what that's going to be and then put ourselves in a place where we can do active listening when they do share it with us. Because really the only thing that should come out of that conversation of our mouth 
when the person sharing that is thank you. I really appreciate your feedback. I'm going to take all of this on and see if there's anything I need to follow up with you. And that's it. As opposed to, but. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is usually the word that comes after feedback. But if we can just, one thing I can do less of, one thing I can do more of, creates an opportunity for more feedback, better communication, better listening, um, and better relationships. And it goes back to that relationships and communication. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's beautiful. And seriously, it has been, uh, it is always wonderful for Brian and myself. We, we, we work on our skills all the time because we just sit back and we get to listen to the most amazing advice and intelligent people out there. Right, Brian? Yeah. I I mean, even in my household, we have, we have two rules, right? Two main rules. There are many rules. (laughs) Yeah. I have three boys. So it's like lift the, lift the seat when you're, you know, but, um, (laughs) Uh, no, but in all seriousness, uh, it's be a good listener and make good choices. I said, if you can do those three, those two things, like you're going to be all right. If you can just be a good listener, right. And, and, and in more ways than one, not just listen to the rules or authority and all those things, uh, you know, which is important in school and whatnot, but you know, and, and just make good choices off of those. And, and I think that you're going to be okay. And, you know, it just kind of comes into developing some soft skills for the lads, uh, you know, so that they can, um, you know, get a little bit more than, you know, do as I say you know so before we before we go i've one last question for you now you are an active member very involved with the women in fitness association mm-hmm. and what what was your reason for getting involved with them why do you love it and what do you think Hmm. I, I actually joined wefa right at the at the very beginning i and the reason i did that is because I think I've been quite spoiled as that in that I've never felt like being a woman has stopped me from anything. Um, I think I was raised by a feminist. Uh, one of my longest employees is a feminist and I'm quite sure my husband is a feminist. And so I've been really lucky that I've had every, I had two older brothers and I had every single opportunity that my brothers had in the same expectations that my brothers had. Um, but I realized that um, I have a lot of compassion for other women that don't necessarily feel that. And until everybody has those same opportunities, I think it's important for us to contribute to that and support one another and mentor and coach um, and give ourselves those platforms to be able to shine a light on the women that are there. And WIFA allows me to do that um, better than any other organization that I've worked with. And so that's why I'm a proud member. Thank you so much for coming to speak with us today. And I know that all the listeners out there are going to uh, listen just a little bit better, (laughs) be a little bit more active in their listening and their soft skills. We really appreciate it. And I hope that everyone gets a chance to listen to you and really, you know, kind of reach out to you if needed. So thank you so much. Thank you guys. It's been a great time. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Thank you, Natalie.